Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Church Guys Podcast. I'm Brett. I'm the firefighter. I'm Quentin. I'm the student. I'm Craig. I'm the pastor. I'm DJ, and I'm the IT guy. And we are the Church Guys. Prepare for the best podcast you'll hear today, as long as it's this one and not any others. It's a special 1v1 Church Guys Podcast. In the blue corner, because he's most likely a Democrat. He stands as a stature of six foot ish tall. His name is DJ the IT guy. In the other corner, we'll call it maroon, not red. He's six foot two, going on six six. He weighs a whopping, it doesn't matter, pounds. Brett the fireman. That's right, it's just me and DJ, and we have no self-control today. It's great. We don't have any accountability. <laughs> the checks and balances are gone. <laughs> we are weighed on the balances of NCAA and NFL, actually. We got a Longhorn versus Aggie. We've got a Packer versus Cowboys fan. So we actually, we're pretty good today. Yeah, it's but balanced. The locks, uh, they are on a well-deserved trip, taking a little, little vacation. Uh, I think they even went over to NASA to do a little flat earth research for us today. Yeah, because I sent a uh, text message to, to Quentin and be like, hey, why don't you do a call in? And they're apparently too busy to talk to us. So. Oh, that's okay. Hey, I would be too. I, ain't even uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's why we crammed in two episodes before I left for vacation because right. yeah, I was like, exactly. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, we hope they uh, we hope they stay safe and get out of this hot weather course today, man. It feels so good this morning. It was like 70 degrees. And then tomorrow's going to be 110. Yeah, go figure. But it was nice, man. It was yeah. good. It was when nice it, yes, last night, too, because we had a football practice last night. I didn't break a sweat. Oh, I mean, good. I did, but not like. Well, not like you see. Yeah. Not like breaking a sweat. <laughs> you just kind of having a sweat. You didn't yeah. break it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this morning, whenever I taught my class, we went outside and practiced some of our uh, our stuff. So I was like, it feels good. We're going outside. I always loved it when my teacher did that. Yeah. Like that made that, it was not class at that point anymore. And it was like, you know, stress free. So yeah, a lot of people, don't, a lot of schools don't allow that anymore because of the, the safety factors. Oh, I know. I know. You got to be fenced in and all that. Because, you know, a fence is going to stop somebody from getting into a school. Well, you know. Yeah, you know, and rules and laws stop bad people. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I'm excited to be here just with you, DJ. Yep, this it's is fun. Be fun. Uh, we hope that you enjoy it. If not, it, it's okay. Me and DJ did. So, exactly. uh, <laughs> but we're uh, we're gonna go back into some college football. Think. God, I am so happy we are getting back into the stuff that we are super excited to talk about. Uh, I mean, other than biblical. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like these last few episodes we've maintained. Yes. We have found stuff to talk about. Yes. But for those of you who aren't like sports fanatics like we are, there, sports has a dead period. Oh, no doubt. And that dead period, it usually starts about, uh, what is it, like we say May? Yeah, yeah. So it's usually right around the end of May till August. And then everything at the end of August really starts picking up because everything. But really, because between May and August, the only thing you got going on is baseball. Yeah. And who that watches that? Uh, <laughs> We're a sports well, show. Well, okay. Just so we can cover <laughs> the Major League Baseball segment, the Rangers are still doing great. Uh, I, I did hear somebody say the other day, they were like, yeah, man, they've been doing really good. And they've, they've uh, settled in the first, first place in the West. And, and he goes, well, hang on a second. They've actually been in first place since their first game, and they got the first out. They've been in first place ever since then. I'm like, dead gum. Yeah, they've been That's in first place a long time. That's the way to look at time. it. So they have really settled in. They've made some changes, and it still worked out for them. 
the uh, Astros even try to uh, make some changes and stay with pace, and, and they didn't. They're still behind them a little bit. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm happy about that. But, yeah, man, Rangers doing great. I'm the perfect fair weather uh, fan for them. Yep. And I would say it doesn't matter since they're a dome, you know, it's all enclosed, but I still, I'm not going to pay that much money to go there again. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> With all that parking. And, and somebody wants to give me a ticket and a yeah, parking, a yeah. parking permit. I'm all for it. Absolutely. No. Yeah. yeah we will accept that. Uh, <laughs> see us on Facebook. Cause we talked about taking a, uh, a show trip out there to go see a game, but mm-hmm. then I started looking at prices like, Oh yeah, it's a lot. It's ridiculous. Uh, and it's, it's kind of getting in the busy season with that school has started. First day. So, uh, and y'all just got back from vacation too. We did. So. Uh, went to the great state of Tennessee. Oh yes. Spent uh, eight days there. And beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. Yes. Oh my gosh, dude. It was hot so, and miserable. 180. <laughs> I've seen a buzzer <laughs> boiling on the street. So two years ago we went to to Tennessee and it was a little warm. You know, it was 88, 90. I mean, it wasn't Texas hot. Yeah. But it was still a little warm. Yeah. I was expecting that this year. The The part of Tennessee we were in, it was called Pittman Center, which is 15 minutes outside of Gatlinburg. Okay. And that part of Tennessee is experiencing an unusual summer where the temperatures are low. The highest it was one, was one day, it was like 87. Oh, man. But it was still comfortable. I mean, we went out to dinner one night, and still it was... Still comfortable, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's an ice apocalypse right now. <laughs> we went, to, went out to dinner one night, and it was 59 degrees. Oh, man. In the middle of July. Dude, threaten me with a good time. I so, would love that. But no, it was great. Uh, we normally rent a, ca- a cabin, um, but those prices were astronomical this year. So we went with a condo. Oh, yeah. I wasn't really expecting. I mean, it's apartment living, basically. Yeah. But, dude, the view off the balcony. I mean, it was. we're sitting right at the top of a Smoky Mountain. Yeah. And, I mean, you look out, and that's all you see. Oh, man. It I've was, seen some of your pictures, dude. I, I, it was I, amazing. I, I love that area. I told Stephanie, I was like, if we, you know, when we go back, I would rent that condo again just for that view. Just for the view. Now, the other, the flip side of that is because we were so high up in the mountain to get to the main road, it took us about 10, 15 minutes. But yeah, that's a trade-off, though. That's a trade-off. It was a little sketchy in the dark, too, because there's, there's no streetlights. And a lot of bear. Yeah, we saw we saw a couple bear. That's awesome. But, yeah, so, like, imagine the darkness of a Van Zandt County road, but with 90-degree turns. Oh, yeah. And, and cliffs. And cliffs. <laughs> and drop-offs. And, and, yeah, there, there was one where, like, I think they're fixing to put a guardrail in because it had wooden stakes. <laughs> That's all it had was wooden stakes. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. maybe they're putting a guardrail in. It's like one of those, maybe you should think about this turn. Yeah. Don't take it too serious. Because you, you get this little, like, five-by-five five sign that says, caution, blind curve. <laughs> yep. And then you get to this blind curve, and there's this huge convex mirror that, that you see in, like, stores so you can see around the aisles. Well, I'm like, that's cool. We can see around the curve. And then the one day it rained, that mirror was fogged up. And you're like, oh, can't see around that curve. <laughs> <All right. laughs> We're just going to go and hope for the best. So, go. Well, it sounds like you had a great time. We did. We uh, we did some things that, that we didn't get to do the, the first time. We went to one of the coolest things. We went to like a faith-based uh, bird rescue. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they had all kinds of like exotic parrots and stuff like that and it was Holy all birds yeah <laughs> uh we didn't really know it was faith like it didn't advertise that it was faith-based on when we bought the ticket because you can buy tickets online of course nowadays and it didn't advertise that yeah. um so we walk in and we're doing our thing and pretty much like 90 percent of this place is hands-on so you get to pick up the birds they climb all over you poop on you stephanie got peed on that was oh, hilarious nice Hudson freaked out because <laughs> they have this little screened in like, like you know, like the butterfly thing at, at like a zoo where you mm-hmm. can go in and feed the butterfly. Well, they have yeah. that, but it's like with birds. Yeah. 
So they they know when it's coming in because it's yeah. funny because you see all Tyler these. Tyler Zoo has the same thing. You go in with a stick yeah. with some feet on it. Well, no, these, they were like little, like, you know, like you get like the medicine cup with like NyQuil and stuff. Yeah. It was about that big and it had liquid nectar in it. Yeah. Well, these birds are so trained that when like a group enters like the chute, all these birds are like flying around. They immediately start They're landing. Loading. <laughs> well, Hudson walks out, he gets one, and then all of a sudden, there's like four on him, and they're all fighting, and he doesn't know what to do, so he freaks out. <laughs> Stephanie's trying to help him, and I'm outside because, I don't know, I didn't want to, like, I wanted him to experience that. So I'm outside trying to take pictures. Well, I'm laughing so hard I can't take pictures. <laughs> and, like, Stephanie's trying to get to him, and a bird just, like, pees all over. <laughs> it was oh, yes. great. Oh, I loved it, so. But, no, we, we had fun. I mean, it was, it was a great time. Like, any time, like, I try not to get on my phone. Uh, during like vacation time, oh, yeah. so I'll go yeah, dark during the day, yep. and then like at night, you know, when we're when everybody's in bed, I'm like, all right, let's catch up and see what's yeah. going on with the world. And normally, you know, I'll turn it off and and basically go on airplane mode, so I have no service wherever we're at. Well, obviously, I have to have have to have service for GPS because I don't know where we're going. Oh, no doubt. The one time I did, I was like, you know what? I think I know which way I'm going. No, it was completely the wrong way. Oh, I added 45 that. minutes to our trip because I had to. That's here, a quick. That is a quick mistake to make a long lasting yeah. <laughs> error. Well, I mean, you're in the mountains, so there's really oh, yeah. no place you can turn around. No. And like this whole time when we come out, like anytime we went anywhere, it was the GPS was like, turn right, turn right, turn right. I was like, okay, cool. I know where I'm going. So I turned right. Well, I forgot to put the address in the GPS before we left. So the first 10 minutes of the trip, there's no signal to, to, to get anything. It was that one trip that I should have turned left. Oh, no. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, it was a blast, man. i we love it there, mm-hmm. like to the point that it got. We were like, I don't want to leave. I kind of want to move. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, that's, uh, where, that's where me and Brooklyn went for our, our honeymoon, and we had a blast. But yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Well, uh, faith based bird preacher parrots or whatever place. Uh, if you want to, you know, sponsor us, we'll we'll we will you know show off your bird seat. <laughs> oh, and that was uh, yeah. So the way we found we out <laughs> is we're walking around and they have like these birds just like sitting. They're just sitting out in the open, just hanging out, you know, eating or whatever. And we're walking along, and I happened to look down, and I saw, like, a little like cement block that had a scripture inscribed on it. I was like, oh, that's neat. I thought it was just, you know, like a yard decoration type thing. Mm-hmm. And then you turn another corner, and there's another one. And then you turn another corner, and there's another one. I was like, well, wait a minute. And then there's a sign that says it points to a prayer garden. I was like, oh, that's interesting. We'll go to that here in a second. And it was kind of neat because they had scenes that represented the birth, the death, and the resurrection. Wow, okay. So they had like these little cement statues with Mary, Joseph, baby Jesus in the manger. Uh, they had the three crosses and then they had a replica tomb made. Yeah. Well, then you walk past all that and then there's like this six foot statue of Jesus in this little like cul-de-sac little walking area. All while seeing birds. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> it's interesting, but like yeah. it was neat because they had this statue and then in front of the statue they had like a little prayer bench. That's pretty cool. Man. So I was like, that's that's pretty awesome. That's a neat so, little find. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're happy to have you back, and we are happy to have college football back. Yes. Let's get going. What are these rankings looking like this year? Too early to tell, as oh, always. Yeah. Well, um, they, they, got, they got them projected, <laughs> at least. So we won't go through. We'll run through a few, and we won't go through all of them because, you know, there's 25. But number one, who do you think it is? Well, it's always going to be Alabama or potentially <laughs> Georgia, even though that they've had some heavy losses. Yeah, they both lost their quarterbacks, and I don't know how their quarterbacks are really looking. What I've read into it, Alabama is not happy with any of their quarterbacks that they have. Yeah, yeah. Top five, 
is kind of a surprising order. So let me let me guess here. Let me see how good I am. Okay. And I have not looked at one, just to be honest. I have not done my homework. Awesome. This will be even better. But I'm going to say Ohio State. Well, let's go with Alabama and Georgia. I'll put them in there. Ohio State, Michigan. And then I've actually seen a couple people put Texas in a Final Four uh, before. So for, for the uh, yeah. uh, turn, uh, whatever it is at the end of the season playoffs. Uh, but I wouldn't put them right there until they prove themselves. Yeah, know? they got a lot to prove this but year. Who do you got? So, top five. You had a few of them right. Number one is Georgia. Okay. Two is Michigan. Yes. Three is Ohio State. Yeah. Four is Alabama. Okay. And five is LSU. I would be good with that to start off, but I guarantee you that Alabama and Georgia will fall fast out of that top five. Yeah, yeah. I think they will because – like you said, I mean, Saban is, is not happy with his quarterback room mm-hmm. based off of what he had last year to this year. I mean, there's a big, big drop-off. Right. Yeah. I mean, Alabama's going to do what Alabama does. Great team. Both of them are going to be good teams. Yeah. They're not going to have an, an A&M year. So, I the think, I know we were talking about it earlier before we started reco- recording. I almost said recruiting. We aren't recruiting anybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, who is, like, Alabama's current quarterback? Like, do we... So, uh, as far as I know... They were still trying to figure that out because so they, they haven't picked a, a starting quarterback. Uh, I think that they have a number one, but it's not like they've got their starting figured out. It's just they're just kind of riding with their number one. Really, but whoever their number one is, it's kind of like uh, number one is mobile, but he has no arm. Number two might have an arm, but he's he doesn't have the quick uh, smarts to get out of situations. So gotcha, he doesn't gotcha, have gotcha. mobility. So it's kind of like they're, they don't have anybody that's all together. We could be proven wrong first week and, and they come out and just smoke whoever and like, yeah, that's our guy. Yeah. And the other thing is like, is that a Nick Saban ploy though? Cause you it know, very he well could be, he is crafty like that where he never, he never gives yeah. any hints of about what he's got. Well, he's, he is the best top tier. You hear that? Locks, that was for you. Uh, top tier coach for sure. He is one of the, he is a he's he's one of the best to ever do it for a reason, and he will make something happen. He will get the lead leadership down of that of that team and and find a good leader to to make them have a good successful. Oh yeah, season. absolutely. I'm trying to get their roster pulled up, but man, well, who's uh, it's a complex. So Texas it. is ranked pretty pretty high this year, and he, this is this is where the differences kind of come in. So I'll run through the top ten. Um, because I have the AP and the coaches poll. So on the AP poll, we have LSU at 5, USC at 6, Penn State at 7, Florida State at 8, Clemson at 9, Washington at 10. And Florida then, State? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I don't know how I feel about that one. but And you got Washington at 10 and then Texas at 11. Or the coaches poll, everything stays the same up until number 10. Yeah. AP poll had, or excuse me, the coaches poll. Oh, my gosh. I'll get these straight eventually. Uh, the coaches poll has Tennessee at number ten and Washington at eleven and Texas at twelve. Okay, so all right, I I, I believe burn orange. I am a, a Longhorn fan, but I'm also in. We have a great coach. Uh, he's done a lot in the two seasons he's been there. Man, he's had a lot of good quotes too. Yeah, he has. I I like I appreciate that just as a yeah a leader to tell that to their their team. I I appreciate it. Yeah, and it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see him like come about with his own recruiting class. You know, there's always that thing of when you get a new coach, they're always playing with the previous coach's recruiting class. But to be in the quarterback situation he's in, oh my gosh, that'd be a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely a dream. You yeah. got Quinn Ewers, Manning. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, of course Manning's not gonna 
Yeah. Not going to do anything this year. But I think that's why they were ranked so so well is because they know that he's coming back. Yours yeah. is coming back. And, and he's kind of already proven himself to, to be pretty substantial in that role. So Yeah. We'll the see. big the big question mark for me is going to be running back. You Texas took a big hit yeah. when, when Robinson went to the draft. And and that was something that they could rely on when, you know, like it, everything, you know, the, the game goes stale. Passing's not, you know, you're yeah. getting three, four yards just because, not because your quarterback's bad, just because that's all the defense is giving you. Well, you need a spark. Well, you send that guy up the middle and, you know, he breaks think, 30 though, yards. I think that as long as you have a good quarterback, you can you can survive with a mediocre back. Yeah. If you have a mediocre back, as long as you have a threat at QB, for instance, Dak Prescott is not a threat throwing the ball. He's not a threat. It, like if you can give up the downfield pass because he's not a threat. Now you hit the ends or or the post or whatever. That's what he's going to hit or yep. his checkdowns. So that way you can fill in the box. Now you can shut down the run game a little bit better. And but if you open up, look at Patrick Mahomes. You can't you can't figure out what that guy's going to do anywhere. Yeah, you never so, know. So, but who's the running back for the Chiefs the past three years? Like it's it's not a name that we're not, I know that we know, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but it, it's one of those things where okay, when your when your quarterback averages more rushing yards than your running back, then well, there's then there's Tom, a problem. <laughs> Tom Brady, Tom Brady never had just an all out great running back behind, especially like New England or whatever. Yeah, he just he just didn't have it, but he was able to open up the field because of what he can do. Yep. So I think despite them not having the best running back, um, of course they could develop and and really turn into something. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, then I, I mean it's like us we 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 lost a chain. Um, you know who's gonna who's gonna fill in for the Aggies? Well, I mean we we've got some some good talent, but we've also already lost some talent. We've already lost some injuries. Our big tight end, he's already down. He's out for the season. He's not even coming back. Oh man! Uh, they've talked about uh, Connor Wagman already getting hurt and potentially him. Uh, I I you know it it could be something that would affect the season, but um. Uh, there's just not a whole lot of talk on it right now, so yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what kind of injury it is. They're keeping it hush but, hush. Uh, he he could be affected, and that's who we're all hoping. He's projected to be a top ten quarterback this season in college, and well, I hope he is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows we need it, and Lord knows Jimbo needs it because this is going to be his make or break year. Oh yeah, uh, I you know I like him. He had some punk kids that he recruited, and and A and M took a lot of hit for having the best recru recruiting class, and uh, and not. We had that discussion. Results. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, wide receiver uh, left A and M, went to Ole Miss, and Lane Kiffin made some comments like, "Yeah, well, they don't know how to take care of five star recruits," and it kind of resembles a little bit of a talk we had. It's all about the coach. Da, da, da. <laughs> that was right on it, right? Yeah, right uh, on the money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this kid went to Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin didn't even want to keep him around. The dude just enrolled in Kilgore College. So uh, mm. he struggled. He's uncoachable. Just because you have the most amount of stars that's behind your name does not mean you're going to be a great athlete. He's one of those that probably so. he he knows he has that amount of stars. Oh yeah. And yep. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to even if you're, you know, the number one receiver ever to play football, you still got to be able to be coached. Right. So oh, no doubt. But, but speaking of your fighting A and M Aggies, they're in the top twenty-five starting off. So yes, sir. AP, they're on 23, and coaches, they're at 25. And and the thing is, whenever you're in an SEC conference like we are, like there's a lot of great teams that just beat each other up the whole season, and they'll yep. knock each other out. 
I know last year we we lost. I forgot what our record was. It might have been like two and whatever, <laughs> you know, because we just lost so many games. But we're that is such a good conference, and Texas knows it. That's why they're joining up with OU next year. But uh, they're going to follow little brother and come on to the SEC. <laughs> but it is such a good conference that I think you can't help but you have to take those top three teams on each on each side of yeah. the SEC and put them up. That's why Florida's in there uh, in in the talk now. And, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, they also had a good year recruiting too. Yes, they did. What what were they at on recruiting? Uh, let's see. So we got the the recruiting thing, which pretty much <laughs> the rank. It's funny because the rankings pretty much mirror. Oh yeah, the top twenty-five. So you got Georgia at number one, Ohio State at number two, and Florida at number three. Well, there you go. Yeah, um, they were pretty high up there. Alabama's number four. Well, watch out for Florida this year. It sounds like they're about to turn some heads. They they might kind of be a like a sleeper, you know? They, yeah, yeah, for sure. I know that we're talking about them, but last year they weren't even in the talk. So, and A and M plays them this year. We'll see how that goes. A and M's number ten in the rankings. Yep. And Texas is eighteen. Well, A and M came back. That's that's a testament to A and M to me. You go out, you get the number one, and you have a terrible season. <laughs> Awful, <laughs> the worst that they've had in a long time. Yeah, you come back the very next year and you're top ten in recruiting. That says a lot. That says a lot. And I know uh, I I do like Jimbo. Uh, I've I've re- just seen a lot of things that he said to the team and and uh, kind of how he. It seems like how he does business, yep. and man, it's 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 not exactly like how you think. Where he's just kind of, well, as long as you're good, I don't really care how you are. No, he he demands a character, and that's why all those kids wanted to leave that were five star, four star, whatever, and that they didn't play because they, they weren't going to get up to, with nonsense. Yeah, they weren't they weren't going to get to act the way they were right. Act, it, which, it wasn't that they were a freshman; it was because they were uncoachable, yep. and he wanted them to mature. And I completely agree with that completely I, I can't i can't tell a, a a coach that yeah you know this guy's the best on the planet but he's going to totally be a parasite in your locker room and to your coaching staff but hey he might put numbers up there you know like i, I, I okay it's your team it's your school you got to do what's best what yeah. you think so yeah yeah no we've we've been hit up with that like i said we've been hit up with some injuries and stuff like that so with our with our quarterback, he's not going to have as much protection. Uh, I hope that these new guys that we did get, that they can fill in and maybe do okay. Next man up kind of thing. Yeah. We got top 10 recruiting. I hope to see the top 10 finish this year. <laughs> well, I mean, we can all, let's roll this into uh, a lot of the changes that's coming into to college football. Not necessarily this year, yeah. uh, but next year with all the conference realignments that. Oh, man. My gosh. So. In the <laughs> Pac-12 is gone, bro. It's 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 rough out there. So we'll just go over like the the, the big ones, the Pac-12, the Big Twelve, Big Twelve, and the Big Ten. Kind of compare it to to what's going on with this year. Uh, so let's start with the Big Ten. For 2023, the conference is going to remain at 14 teams. No big change there. But in 2024, they're adding Oregon, UCLA, USC, and Washington. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much half of the Pac-12 right that's, there. That's, there's your Pac-12 right there. That's it. <laughs> so, and I was just like, wow. And I didn't realize like the Pac-12 was having like a breakdown, but I didn't see it. I didn't. I had no idea. No, yeah, I didn't it's even see it coming. Out of nowhere. Looks like the the Big Ten's gonna 
Even though they have 14 teams, why do they still call it the Big Ten? Like, why can't you? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you got me, man. At least, a at rebranding. least the SEC has no number in it. Right? A rebranding <laughs> may need to be done because now you're going to be the Big 18. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know. It made no sense. So the Big 12 uh, for this year, for 2023, are adding four teams. Uh, BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF. are going to be This year? That's what it says. In I 20- thought it was next year in 24. Uh, because that, no. I thought that's who they were adding to help replace uh-uh. Texas and OU. No, so, it says 2023. So, so Texas and OU is going to be playing UCF and that's, BYU? Well, Texas has played UCF before. Yeah, but it was kind of like a non-conference. Yeah. UCF is no, UC, UCF, Houston, and Cincinnati are those sleeping teams. Oh, I know. Cincinnati's won a couple of like Dude, big bowl tell games. Tell me, talk this Appalachian State. So Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, so I mean... That's what it's. Let me double check this because I don't know. I haven't. I haven't kept up with the Big Twelve realignment because Texas is leaving. So yeah. I know that uh, it's been the best thing for A and M to leave Big Twelve because, well, yeah, long, it's it's this year because it's, it's show year. it's showing it on the Big Twelve site too. So well, that's good, man. That they're they're getting ahead learn of something it. new today. <laughs> they're getting ahead of it for sure. Yeah. Wow, well, I mean, it, and it's going to be tough because how do you replace a Texas and an Oklahoma? Yeah, now they're just. It sounds like they're widespreading their audience. So yeah. instead of just focusing here in Central America, not like not in Central America, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the mid the mid plains. I don't know, Central <laughs> time. Uh, you're you're getting over there more on the west side and yeah. kind of getting some of those. And you know, well, good good for them. I, I I hope it works out for them. I guess because I I still want to see more than one conference. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to be reduced down to I, to just one like I'm telling you minor conference. Every single day, it seems like it's turning into the NFL. Yep. It seems we're gonna, before long. It's gonna be. It's gonna look exactly like the NFL. Yep. Uh, Unfortunately, NFC and ABC, AFC. Here we go. It's <laughs> like that gummit. All right. So in 2024 for the Big 12, of course, that's when Texas and OU are leaving. Uh, then they're bringing in Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah. Now, see that that'd probably be good because that's a lot. That's a lot of viewership you're going to add yeah. right there. But look at what Dion is doing to Colorado. Yeah, and that was my thing. Like even with Texas and OU leaving, you're still bringing in you know some big name talent with Colorado, Utah. I mean, they're always in conversations right. to do stuff. Arizona, Arizona State, not so much. I always thought Arizona was more of a basketball school. Well, I mean, they've, they've, I mean, especially Arizona State. Yeah. There was some times where uh, A&M played them, like, to start the season off or whatever, and they were, you know, contenders at least. That was always a good game. That yeah. was always a good fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, so, I, I mean, if you take the, like, the ego away from being a, like, a Texas, just in general fan, like, like the state of Texas, We've got to realize that there's a whole lot of people that watch this sport beside Texas. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And I'm telling you, looking at what Dion is doing to a team that was flat out awful, flat out disgusting, he is selling out practices. Yeah, it's it's crazy. They're yeah. they're like their spring games and stuff. They've never done this before, and he's it's amazing. He's already brought so much funding. It's like uh, we'll talk about this later. But Johnny Menzel's documentary talks about how he brought in. Seven hundred forty million dollars. You know, I I don't know how much Dion's brought in, but he's completely changing that program. Oh yeah, and just like I said, Florida, you better watch out. Colorado might be coming around and and making some upsets. I mean, who wouldn't want to play for for Neon Dion? Uh, ex- well, 
what do they have to lose coming exactly. off this last season? It's only uphill. Yeah. If they went three and whatever, that's an improvement. <laughs> well, and that's so. the thing. Like, have you seen the thing that he did with the uh, the the number one jersey? No, I like there there's there's been kids that have want to wear the number one. Yeah, he goes, if you want it, prove it. Oh yeah, I love that. So I he, love it. Like that's the only one that that like he didn't just hand out. Yeah. So it's like if you want that jersey. Yeah, you got to be number one, man. I, look up some of his YouTube stuff. Be, there's always some choice words in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but uh, man, how he how he conducts himself as a coach is just it's admirable. Yeah, you don't see it a lot of days, a lot of times today during as, as coaches go. I'll add him to one of my top tier coaches. I guess. <laughs> At the end of this season, oh, uh, <laughs> has he won a championship though? Uh, I you know <laughs> he might he might win one. You never know, but yeah, so. Yeah. As far as the Big 12 goes, the old guard is still going to be Baylor, uh, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas Tech, and West Virginia. So yeah, well, I mean, it'll still be a, it'll still be a good conference, a solid conference. So the thing is, is like I had a conversation with a buddy of mine the other day. It's like, you know, this year is the last year for Texas and OU. Like, and he, you know, one of the things was we talked about was like the team's gunning for for Texas. Yeah. Uh, just because it's the last year, yeah. and I, I told him I was like, I think just because of that, Texas is going to see a lot of teams just give everything they got. Oh yeah, are they going to win them? Probably. I mean, I don't see a, a BYU or or a Cincinnati or an Iowa State holding up to Texas very well. But Iowa State, man, Iowa State's sneaky sometimes. They're, they're one of those that they'll catch you off guard too. Yep. Because not too long ago, Iowa State brought Texas to their knees. Yeah, they did, and that uh, was that was hard. Uh, <laughs> So uh, if if they can if Texas can stay injury free, I mean they'll get a pretty decent bowl. I feel, I feel yeah. like I don't know if they'll get the Big Twelve this year. I I don't know. I mean, there's a good shot. I mean, because you don't have Max Duggan and TCU to contend with. Uh, well, TCU's still going to be a decent team. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to take Oklahoma forty nine and zero again. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> as much fun as that Not was to watch. Year. Can you imagine yeah. what those tickets are going to go for? Oh my gosh, they're going to be. <laughs> astronomical yeah but i feel like oklahoma because of the season they had last year even though they're going to a new conference has a lot to prove oh yeah to that new conference i mean texas is in that same boat yeah um well kansas state though yeah i mean that's they proved their worth last year too yeah they did and i think they've got in that quarterback returning I, I believe so. Yeah, so I, I don't know. They that's, and that quarterback was outstanding. They, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we move on to what is left of the Pac-12. So as of right now, for 2023, nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> so it's going to remain at 12 teams. Yeah. 2024, the only teams that are going to be left. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Cal. Uh-huh. Oregon State, yeah. Stanford, uh-huh. and Washington State. Oh, what a team. I mean, what a conference. <laughs> so those are your four teams. Woo. That is... And, of course, there's not just going to be four teams. That is sad. That well, Who are they going to get? Because everybody else is already <laughs> gone. Uh, I mean, it's the... Like, you think of the Pac-12, especially, like, in, in our era, of growing up in our era. Yeah. Pac-12 has always been it. Yeah, you know, with the Stanford's and or especially yeah. Oregon. Yeah, I mean Oregon. Have they they've won like one national title, right? Oh, yeah, uh, they, they were they've always been. I don't know, in the but top yeah, but they've always been top ten all the time. Yeah, and to to see that just dwindle down to Cal, Oregon State, Stanford, and Washington State, it, it blows my mind because 
that's a storied conference. Yeah. Who are you going to get to go there? Because all the other big teams are going to the SEC, going to the Big Twelve or Big Ten. Yeah. I mean, even the smaller conferences have are making moves, and it's like, do you wait a couple years to see what those smaller teams do to to move them up to the Pac-12, or is it just going to get to the point that the Pac-12 is going to run out of money and they're going to be? I mean. How much money could could those four teams actually pull in for the Pac-12 versus? I, I know I I don't I have no idea. Who are you <laughs> going to go to? You're going to go to the WAC. You're going to go to the, the Sun Belt. Like, yeah. What What are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, and, and it's like your money makers in that conference were UCLA, USC, Oregon, and Washington. Yeah, and USC is going to be turning some heads too because they they're going to have a pretty salty team. Yeah, Pac-12. I wish you the best. <laughs> yeah, cool. we'll see what goes on. So then we're going to go down to SEC. As of right now, 2023, nothing's changing. Same 14 teams. And then 2024, Texas and Oklahoma join the mix. It'll be another, just a... Just that, I, f- I feel like after that, the SEC is going to take the place of the Pac-12 being like the story conference. I was going to say, that would take place at the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be an all-out bloodbath. That's going to be all the teams. <laughs> all the teams at the SEC next year are going to be where all the draft picks come from. Yes. There's not going to be any other conferences. <laughs> You're going to look at Heisman from or whatever projected anybody. It's just going to say SEC, SEC. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, but now that'll be man, that'll be fun. Like to me, that's going to be like a proving year for Texas. Like you can't go into the SEC that first year and go zero and eleven. No, that is not that is not. A good look. That's, that's I mean, what you, A&M had to face. Luckily, we had a pretty doggone good quarterback yeah. to get us through it. Uh, and and I think Texas, I mean, like I said, we're, we're in a quarterback situation that a coach yeah. would give their left arm to be in. So This year. This year, yeah. And now next year, um, injuries could take place. Yep. And how the NIL is. There's Transfer that. portals. You never know. You so. just never know. I, I hope that. I hope that we we would just see. I almost want to see them just divided up in quadrants, right? And then for the playoffs, they just take one from every quadrant. That's the way it should be. That would be good. Just do the SEC, do the <laughs> the SEC like the NFL. You have yeah. north, south, east, and west. That's and it. Just do it that way. <laughs> uh, one other small conference note that I wanted to make, just because I like to. Uh, Liberty is making Liberty, a Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> uh, they're making the jump to Conference USA. Okay. So. Uh, they were in the Sun Belt, I believe. I forget what conference they were in. Not a good one. Yeah, <laughs> not a good one. Yeah. Uh, conference USA, not that much better, but uh, but at least you know it'll get them some exposure. Well, uh, they just got just like you said. If they can just kind of prove their, their worth, uh, they've they've kind of got a lot of uh, TV time here the last couple of years, you know. So, oh, I didn't know that. Sam Houston's going to Conference USA. Oh, okay. All right. Shout out to Micah. Didn't know that. Micah's good. Uh, so 2023, not that it matters, but Conference USA is adding Jacksonville State, Liberty, New Mexico State, and Sam Houston. I wonder if Dion got that going before he left. Possibility. Well, I'm pretty sure that his popularity yeah. kind of bolstered that a little bit. Um, these other ones I don't really care about because you got the MAC, the Mountain West, the Sun Belt. Oh, yeah. Those, it doesn't really. Still haven't figured out what the AAC conference is. <laughs> <laughs> American Airlines Conference, bro. But yeah, so I don't know. It's the one that SMU and North Texas are in. Well, it's going to be no matter what. I'm excited. Turn on the TV and have football. Yes, on. can't wait. I'm, I'm absolutely I'm can't about wait. It. We've uh, 
we've got you know some stories here and there that we can we can read about. But what when does it when does it start? When's our like so the first official game for Texas is going to be September the second, and that's going to be against Rice. Oh yeah. Now the fun game is actually going to come September the ninth, where they travel to. Uh huh. Tuscaloosa. Oh yeah. And take on Bama. Yeah. So that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, let's see. What does A and M got? We got New Mexico September second, and then September 9th, we have Miami at Miami. So y'all have a pretty so, decent second game too. So yeah, yeah, and and then we have a re- regroup game at Louisiana Monroe. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that's just that's so technically of all big schools. You you have you know little yeah. schools that you play. It just get those get practice games. Of course, they get money off of it. Well, it's not always practice games. They ain't improved last year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, well, technically, the, the college football season does get started uh, in two weeks. Uh, Saturday, August the twenty sixth, with kickoff game going to be Navy and Notre Dame. That'd be a cool. That's a cool. That's a cool. Because aren't they playing in Ireland? Yeah, that's right. It is. That's that's that's. I forgot I about that. I don't know what a Viva Stadium. I guess it's, it's probably going to be a soccer stadium that they convert, oh, yeah, kind of like they do soccer. in the NFL. Yeah, the NFL stuff. Um. That's a that's that's a cool thing. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I'll probably watch that game. Well, yeah. no, I won't because Hudson has football that Saturday. <laughs> Never mind, I won't watch that. That and that's something we uh, we're at the dad level where we just have to you know de record the, it. Yeah, record record it, and then not look at your phone until you get home. <laughs> <laughs> See, See, that's what sucks it. though. Like with because we have that show group message that we do, uh-huh. and I'll be on the sideline at Hudson's football game, and then y'all are texting back and forth on <laughs> on scores, and I'm like, stop! I ha- I can't watch it. <laughs> We had a coach. Uh, what was it last year that actually walked around with an ear, uh, uh, AirPod in his ear? Oh yeah. <laughs> while we were on the sideline, so he could yeah. listen to the Texas game. Oh yeah. It was great. Um, but yeah. So, so there we go. Uh, let's see. Man, this is that first weekend is just blah games. Uh, you don't really have. It's pretty much just that first one. Yeah, right. I mean, you got USC taking on San Jose State, but that's uh, kind of. Not, not just the, the biggest start, but yeah, not the biggest start. Um, hey, it's, it's full. It even goes that way into what? Is, what is this? So that's Saturday. Oh, I forgot they're doing Thursday games too now. Uh, and then that next week, Thursday, August the thirty first. Really, the same thing. I mean, it's just yeah, yeah. You got Missouri taking on South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> um, Utah taking. Oh, that'll be probably a good one. Utah taking on Florida. Oh yeah, that's hey. There's there's your see where Florida's looking at, especially with yep. uh, how they're ranked and and to see how their recruiting is going to be working out. Because there's not really like really like any big hard hitting games, probably until that first weekend of September. Yeah, Saturday like Saturday like. September the second, you got TCU taking on Colorado, so that'll be a fun game to watch. Oh, Dion, baby, uh, Dion's got Tennessee taking on Virginia. Yeah. Who the heck is Mercer? You got Ole Miss taking Roy on. <laughs> yeah, Ole Miss taking on Mercer. Well, I'm I'm just excited. I'm, I'm, I am I'm, too. I'm super excited. I, I can't I wait. Am, I am excited to see how our quarterback situation is going to work out. Is is uh you know Connor Wagner going to work out for A and M? Is he is he actually hurt or what? Yeah. Or can he just even do it? Period. Is Ewers going to work out for Texas and and uh you know lead them to uh to victory lane? I man, it's. It's exciting, uh, like we always uh, kind of talk about the the preseason polls. Um, I I think they're funny, they're fun, they're they're neat to look at, but they don't mean nothing until nope. you get you get through those first few weeks, especially those uh, 
those soft games that people put in there to just kind of help get their players ready for the conference games. Um, uh, that's whenever it, it really gets going, and that's when it gets exciting. But I, I love looking at it. But uh, I wanted to kind of give another little switch to our quarterback here. There's a there is a Johnny Football Manziel documentary that's out. And have have you seen it? Have you seen I it? have not seen it. Uh, oh man, it's kind of one because I know it has some some language to it. So it definitely does. <laughs> not so from the church guys. I'm not advertising it, but I have seen it. And man, it it is really it's it's eye opening because this is for sure before all the nil stuff. Yeah. Now, let me let me throw this out to the side. The players know that they're getting a scholarship. That's kind of how they're getting paid to play. They're getting a free education with meals and lodging. Yep. Uh, it's been like that for a while. Yep. Has stuff been under the table? Absolutely. That's been going on for a long time. Johnny Manziel sold 40 million jerseys. Not $40 million. 40 million jerseys. Holy do, cow. Do you know how many dimes he got from that? I'll tell you zero. None. He didn't get paid for anything, but the school sure did. And then he got all these boosters and everything. The school raised $740 million, and they're usually getting like 30. Yeah. <laughs> you know, It was just incredible how much money that it really goes into this. And that's whenever we were talking about the NIL uh, first last year. I wish that if the players were going to get some money, like all this NIL money that they're getting right now, yep. if you graduate, you get that money. But if you want to put your big boy pants on, if you want to go to NFL and make that money, that's cool. All this money that you just gave us, it's going to scholarships or whatever. You know, yeah. it's going to it's it's going to stay here with the college and, and benefit the college. Uh, that's what I I kind of wish would happen. But if you want to graduate, get your money. Hey man, that's awesome. You yep, get it. absolutely. But now, and even Saban really he hated. It. He didn't even like the playoff picture because it was turning into NFL. Now it really has turned into the NFL because there's no loyalty. You can say you're committed. Of course, people's done that. And a week later, they take that commitment away, and they're like, "No, nah, I'm really gonna go here." You know? Yeah. But now, yeah, you you spend a year. No, nah, I don't like it, man. I don't. You don't appreciate my talent. I'm going somewhere else, and then and people will pay you to go there. Yeah. There's also that aspect of you know you're start like starting quarterback, for example, and they decide they're going to recruit the number one quarterback in the nation as an incoming freshman, and then you're like, "Well, I'm probably gonna lose my spot anyway." So. Oh, I mean, yeah. and you don't know that you're going to lose your spot. I mean, you go out there and compete and do the job that you're you were brought in to do, and you ain't got a problem. But uh, because yeah. you don't want to put in the work, I'm going to go in somewhere else. And it, man, it, I hate to say it, but you can see it that it's it's taking a toll because nobody wants that competition. Yeah, nobody wants to really fight for that. No, nah, I'm not. okay. They're fighting for their job. I get it, but not if there was two number ones there. If there was a number one there and you brought somebody in, just like you said, well, I'll, man, I'll just I'll go over to LSU. If you yeah. want me here, I'll, you know, I'll, you I'll find another spot. another yeah. top school. That's, Georgia Georgia doesn't have a number one right now. I'm going to go over there. You yeah, know? you find one of those top schools like a Georgia, or LSU yeah. that are that are struggling and don't have a quarterback, and and you see that you know you're going to have competition for the next year or two. Mm -hmm. Why not? Yeah, dude, absolutely. And then they're going to give you money. Are you <laughs> yeah. kidding me? Of course. <laughs> the only downside to that is if you go over there and flop, then you're you're yeah. right back where you started, yeah. and then. You you know you do that whole season and you're not good then yeah. everybody's got tape they're not going to want you back so yeah, absolutely I mean there's, it's a double sided coin on that but yeah I, I I see why the NIL is there you know because of that big stink of the college football game that came up the loyalty aspect is and and I mean you do see it all the time and not just the NFL it's in all professional sports 
Uh, they're going to go where the money is. They're going to go yeah. where the, the, the fan base is. I mean, yeah. th- that's the crazy thing about it. So you think about like Green Bay, for example, not just because I'm a Packer fan, but it's not a metropolitan city like Dallas. Mm-hmm. Look up Google Maps of what Lambeau Field looks like and you see houses and farmland. Where else yeah. in the NFL is it like that? Yeah. You know, uh, the thing that Green Bay has going for them is it's a story franchise. That's pretty much it. Yeah. They don't have a lot of money because they're not owned by a conglomerate. They're owned by the fans mm-hmm. versus where Dallas, $400 billion empire owned by the Joneses who can't get a quarterback. <laughs> Did you know he owns that land in Terrell by the movies and stuff? Yeah, yeah so, I heard about I mean, that. He's, he's <laughs> making bukus of money just on that stuff. But in, in college, is turned into that same thing. I mean, if you got a kid, an 18, 19-year-old kid, shows that they're talented, recruited by 35 different schools, picks one, and then two years later, they're bringing in another number one quarterback, and you're like, I don't want that competition. So, <laughs> right. yeah. The crazy part is those that those kids that go to smaller schools, mm-hmm. and it's like you were number one quarterback at somewhere. Yeah, you know this big ranking school, and now you're down here with. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Well, so, it, I think I, that I'm not sell. a fan of the NIL. Uh, I'm. I don't think I. I now for them to get money from the school for jersey sales. I mean, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you're gonna put their name on the back of it, yeah, they need something from that. Well, I mean, he didn't like Mantel didn't have his name, but it, they had his number. It was yeah. number two, and that forty million sell. They knew whose jersey it was, even though it didn't have his name oh, yeah. on it. So but, he should have got a little bit of that. But go back to video, the video game. That's whenever it stopped. Is because of all this issues. I think because I'm not gonna say it was Manzel. But no. he was one of the factors of why this, uh, like the video game, stopped because people were like, "You ain't paying me for my likeness, but you're paying them NFL players for their likeness yeah. on that video game." The only and, only good thing to come from the NIL is that college football game coming back. Oh, it is coming <laughs> back, ain't it? Uh, next year, yeah, uh, August next year. Uh, we know. can we can get the rivalry started back up. Oh, I can. I, the last time we played, you, you kicked my tail. Too, so <laughs> I, I, I still remember that was. But you know, another side note on that on that. Uh, Manziel documentary man what a spiritual picture because it shows this guy and totally ruining the what documentary but it's not like you don't already know the ending (laughs) he starts in this high school that is they they say it in the documentary is kind of like a military run team where the coach expects all the players to be equal Nobody is above anybody else. If a lineman's doing the workout, the quarterback's doing the workout too. And they go out, they link in arms, they're family, they're, they're doing push-ups together, they're doing workouts together. Everything is a team, as a unit. And then you talk to Manziel and how it got to his head, and you hear him say, yeah, I totally forgot about that within six months. I, wow. I lost that in six months. Then his pride and ego took over. Then he started saying, well, I'm the best quarterback there is in college. And then he didn't do his practices. He, he started missing workouts, and and you know what? He was the best, but that didn't last long. Yep. He he did awesome, beating number one Alabama and everything in Alabama. And uh, I mean, he did he did incredible. Next year came back, he had a lot more losses to him. He was eight and four, uh, and then he was like, "Yeah, I, I'm not coming back because I'm the best. I'm going to go get that money." All while he's doing <laughs> autographs and signatures and selling money, uh, selling uh, jerseys and stuff, making a lot of money. I don't blame him for that. I mean, somebody else is doing the same thing. Might as well. They, he comes in a locker room. There's, you know, a thousand footballs he's got to sign, and they're going to sell it. They're going to make money off of it. But, uh, anyways, then he goes into the the NFL, and they talk about how he didn't practice. He, 
I, it, it is a whole ordeal. I can't go into it all. We don't yeah. have a long enough show. But uh, he uh, he he logged zero point zero zero hours on his on his computer watching film, and I mean that's you just can't do that in the NFL. But spiritually, you can't do that with God either. No, nah, that's true. How many hours do we log on on, on God's tablet? You know, on on Not on, on his scripture. <laughs> It is the same thing. We get egotistical as as a person. Oh well, look what I've done. Look at what I can do, and I don't really need that right now because things are doing good. But as soon as things start crashing, oh okay, God, I need you here. Yeah. Well, have you leaned on me? Have you done anything? You know, it's it's like what kind of relationship is that? And man, whenever I see a documentary, that's the first thing I thought about was just spiritual application. Like that's me. I yeah. am Johnny Manziel in here in this video where I got so cocky and egotistical and prideful that. I haven't really logged a whole lot of hours on the, on 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 his tablet on yeah, Instagram. Absolutely, and so I I don't know I I see things and I try to do spiritual application as weird as it is sometimes, but uh, I don't know maybe that can help you out there like log some hours into scripture this week. You know, don't be a mantel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, nah, I've been meaning to watch it, but it's like. Only time I'll have to watch it is like nighttime when when Hudson goes to bed because I don't want him to be can't be. There's way too many cuss words. I mean, we already we already it, it involved him in TV too much because we watch a lot of cop shows in our house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to change that. But you gotta get that what, Angel TV or Angel Video or whatever. It'll start smoking because there's so much cuss words in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, because we watch that. Um, what is it on Patrol Live? And so it's, oh yeah, it, yeah, we watch that and. It's crazy to see how, like, you know, as far as, like, spiritual stuff and applications, it's crazy to see how, like, when we were growing up, what was allowed on TV mm-hmm. versus what's allowed on TV today. Right, right, right. Like, a lot of the stuff that's said nowadays, it was getting bleeped out or it was blanked out. Nowadays, like, they'll blank out. They'll let, they'll let them say the first part of it, and they'll blank out the second part. But it's, like, pretty no, I'm pretty right. sure I know what you just said. It's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. So. It's. it's it's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, and, and so I try to keep him away from that being, you know, as, as far as I can. I mean, I, I know there's stuff like school. He's going to hear stuff like that because you got those kids that live in, in tough Unfortunately, situations. Unfortunately, a lot of bad things at school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that I, that's the reason I haven't watched it yet. It's but I, I will eventually stand, watch it. No doubt. So. Stand. Well, uh, you know, Saban had talked about this NIL going, uh, taking the, the NCAA down a, a, a bad road. Um you know, I at first I didn't really know exactly what all it was. <laughs> I just didn't understand it. But now seeing what it's doing, man, it's 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 sad because that's one reason why people love college football is because they're playing for the love of the game and not yep. for a paycheck. Well, that's now changed. Well, I mean, I I, I want to believe you still have those players out there that play for the love of the game and they uh, go yeah, to the I school. Think you can. You, they even have it in the NFL. Yeah, you know, people still play for the game. They really do, but. But and, and and it's not just in football. Yeah, like uh, you know, there's a female wrestler that's making bukus of money for. I, it might be one of the top paying nils that's out there. But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you got the what is that gymnast out of LSU who's making? Oh yeah, hand over fist. She can't even go into classes. Cause yeah, because she, she's so beautiful and she's harassed by everybody. She can't yeah. even go to class anymore. So uh, she's having to do all her. I'm like, how can you still? Be an online student, but doing gymnast, I don't know. Hey, well, she, I, I guarantee they're going to make it happen for her. She's, so. She'll she'll probably ring them a championship. You know? Yeah, oh, yeah. She. I mean, they already have several yeah. times. So, Well, 
man, that's that's about wrapping it up for college for me. And I'm I'm so excited about. I can't it. wait, dude. Whenever they come back, we're gonna have to put our top four together, you know, or, or whatever it is, our playoff picture. Again. Yeah, you'll have to do that again. But, we did that on our very first college football show. Yeah, it really worked out for none of us. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> Speaking of uh, our first show, I just thought about this. You know, we've been doing this for a year now. No way. Yeah. Well, happy year, brother. Happy anniversary. Our, uh, our first show launched April the tw- or August the twelfth. Wow. Well, uh, to uh, to Craig and Quentin that's not here, and to my brother DJ right here, man, this has been so exciting. It I has mean, been. I'm, like I'm, I, I can feel myself almost choking up, and getting goosebumps. <laughs> and it's funny because we always talk about like if you listen to the first four or five shows, we have no clue oh, what we're bad. doing. No. The audio sounds terrible. Oh, yeah, so now, like, if you could see in this room the setup that we have, it looks professional. It it. It, it does. I mean, it we does. do it in the library, so it makes it look, look smart, it, too. Except for what we say. Everything's professional. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I just real like, I was sitting here, because our very first show was a college football, well, I mean, outside the introduction show, but that next show was a college football show. And, man, it's been a year. Dude, that's incredible. I, wow. I've had a lot of fun. I know I've I've learned a lot, too, along the ways, but... And man, we actually have been, people that listen to us. I know, that's so wild. But thank you so much. Uh I, you know, it's just four guys. It's talking about some of their passions and yeah. and uh, arguing yeah. and yelling at each yeah, other. <laughs> I, I, I love it, man. I really do. Um, uh, NFL, let's go into the NFL. Uh, let's talk about your old boy, your trader, uh, uh, that's being spotlighted on uh, Hard Knocks. Uh, have you watched it? I, I, I'm I've never been a fan of Hard Knocks. I, so I I haven't either. I've watched the Cowboy season, and then this has only had like one episode out, so I watched it. And dude, he is royalty. I know he was in Green Bay, but it just like the you know, head coach is like, man, that's Aaron Rodgers, dude. He's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and I mean, I was I was the biggest Aaron Rodgers supporter from the day that he got drafted by Green Bay because I've been a, a Packer fan since I was like in the fourth grade. Yeah, uh, and Brett Favre was the one that started that for me, and he took the same route, you know, the the, the diva route. Yeah, and it got to a point. Over the last couple of seasons, I know I've told you about this. It, it got to the point that I was like, I just want him gone. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's eaten up so much money. He tried to get the general manager fired. And that was a stipulate that's come out now that that was part of his stipulation for staying in Green Bay. It's either me or him. And the Packer organization said, well, that's easy because he <laughs> makes less money than you do. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Uh, the only thing I need from Aaron Rodgers right now is to stay healthy for half the season. So yeah. that the Packers get that first round so draft can, pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I need the Packers to tank so we yeah. can get a decent first round pick. <laughs> and, well, we'll see and what not, happens. And not blow it on a Jordan Love. So what is the playoff chances at all for let's go to these Packers. What's your what's your chances? What do you think? I I'm gonna say zero, dude. It, it, really? I don't want to say that it's a rebuild, but it's kind of a rebuild oh, as it's far as be after losing I mean, Aaron Rodgers, if you do fantasy football, which everybody needs to sign up and be a part of our fantasy football league, including me, because I still have <laughs> that's Dude, that is that is a huge void to fill because yeah, he oh, was yeah. one of the most accurate accurate arms that was in the game, but his fourth quarters and comebacks are stupid. I Those Hail Hel- Marys so that he would good, launch. Man. It knocked out the freaking Cowboys I don't know how many times. Um, but, yeah, that's I mean, hurt. I, don't get me wrong. He does things that, that – most quarterbacks can't do well. Is he? He's got some no look passes that you know Patrick Mahomes. Look, I mean, it's he. It's, he's it's been the one good. that has mastered the play action pass. 
He does it so well, and he yeah. hides the ball so well yeah. that they were actually showing uh, game tape the other day on ESPN, and it was of the uh, you know the little zipline camera that they have, so it was above the play. You can actually see when he goes to fake the handoff, the entire defense shifts to the right. <laughs> oh, yeah. He rolls out left. There's nobody there. Yeah. Had he been a more mobile quarterback, he'd have gone to the house every time. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a white guy. He's not very fast. So. And he's old. <laughs> and he's old. <laughs> so every time he ran, everybody was like, ah. Uh, but no, like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm seeing it in New York, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy again. I'm playing football. I'm like, you're playing football in Green Bay. Not to mention the weapons you complained about in Green Bay are now with you in New York. Well, he also has the same offensive coordinator that he had a couple years ago, too. Yeah, yeah. That um, I'm pretty sure he pushed out. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Um, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. What are the Jets' chances of playoffs now? Well, let me let me go back to the Packers. I got oh, off okay. on that rant. Right. Um, I just it, – it's unknown right now. Um, yeah. I mean, you got Aaron Jones and, and D- A.J. Dillon, who are both beasts of running back that – I mean, between them, they—I mean—they could eat it up. Yeah. But then you got that similar situation of the Texas TCU game where TCU was blocking the box where Bijan couldn't get out. Yeah. If Jordan Love turns out to be the quarterback, I feel he's going to be. The Packers are going to be a run-first offense, and you yeah. can't be that way. You cannot yeah. be one-dimensional in the NFL. We talked about that earlier. We talked so, about that earlier. My biggest thing is—is is the media always spins stuff. Well, yeah, that's so, their job. We have what, like one? We've had one preseason game already, and he launched like a, a I think it was like a thirty yard pass, and I'm like, everybody's like, well, look at that arm! I'm, it's a third string defense he's playing against. I hope he can launch it thirty <laughs> yards against a third string defense. Right. But when you get a first string in there, and it's preseason pressure in his yeah, face, it's preseason. Not everybody's yeah. gonna, you know, those those guys that know they have a spot are not gonna give a hundred percent. Right. But those guys that are still fighting are. You take that to the first week of the season where everybody is coming after you. I just I don't see it. Uh, well, I hope he's going to turn out to be a decent quarter. I mean, he is fast. Don't get me wrong. He 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 can move, but the transition from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love is from night and day. <laughs> Definitely. That's why you can't. <laughs> if if they go five hundred, I'll be I'll be happy. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's good. That's good. That's but good. I don't I don't see a playoff. Do you think the Jets will go more than five hundred? Uh, believe it or not, I think they're in a tougher conference this year than they than than the Packers are. Okay. So I mean, because they're over, I think they're in the Chiefs conference, aren't they? They're going to have to do some battling. They're going to have to do some fighting. It's kind of it's it's the kind of battles that Aaron Rodgers hasn't been in in a long time, because for the longest time he's ruled the North up until last year. Yeah. So I mean, he hasn't had to battle a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, I think we played him last year, but we did play him last year because Jordan Love he was hurt. And Jordan Love started, so I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting. I'm I'm not got my hopes up too high, <laughs> as you can tell by the the desperation in my voice. Um, so they're in the AFC East. Um, it's the Bills, Dolphins, and Patriots, and the Bills are. I mean, you got Josh. Josh Allen is a well, man. That guy's a beast. I, so let's talk about the Dolphins. They've got. The qu- I think they're kind of coining themselves as the the quickest team too. Uh, is Tua still their so, quarterback? I, if if he is, he probably doesn't know it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that poor guy. And then let's talk about that last team, the Patriots. Anything pop up on your mind about the Patriots? Maybe who just signed? Yeah, they just signed the old uh, Zeke Elliott. Dude, I know. 
Uh, what, are, what are the odds he comes out and just balls out of his mind just to prove a point? There's a good chance. There's a good chance that he, he I mean, that's all you can do. Yeah. Because they don't have to keep him. <laughs> no, he's so, going to have to be playing for a contract. He's he's lost a lot of weight, though. Have you seen the pictures of him? He's forced to, man, because he's had to put himself out there to say, I am marketable, yeah. but he hasn't had any seasons to prove it re- recently. Have you have you seen a picture of him recently? How no, much he slimmed down? Dude, he is slimmed down. He chopped off that terrible hair. I did see a picture of Kyler Murray wearing a sports bra at practice. You see that? Oh, have you seen the meme that's going around yes. where they compare to the cheerleaders in the longest yard? <laughs> yes, on the longest yard. <laughs> Dude, I love that so that's much. So, oh, my gosh. I was like, and the way he was standing doesn't help. Oh, no, no. Does yeah, not help. Yeah, that was it was hilarious. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I hated the Cowboys, but I always liked Zeke because of the way he ran. He's one of those downhill runners that would just. The he's initial, get, initial year. Yeah. He's going to run over you rather than run around you. Yeah. And and to me, I mean that that's a hard. And those don't last. You they don't. Marion Barbarian. Yeah. Of course, you, he's, I guess he's dead now. Ain't you got Marion Barber, uh, Eddie, uh, not Eddie. Uh, yeah, Eddie Lacy for the Packers was that way. Um, I mean, Marshawn Lynch. Those guys are no longer in the league. Back in the day for Buccaneers. Yeah. Those guys. Those guys. Uh, Eddie Lacy was in the league six years. And it just got. To, I mean, he was that same way, right? And he was like, "I can't do this anymore." Yeah. Well, this might. So be, this might. This could be Zeke's last year. I mean, could just be one. Of I mean, because once you up. once you train yourself to be that kind of runner, and if you don't have that burst where you can plant your foot, cut, and then cut back in, I mean, that's all you got. But there is a big difference. Now he's got Belichick. There is that. So Belichick is a offense mastermind. So uh, right, he's. I mean, he's the saving. Who's their the quarterback, though? Uh, Jones. Oh, uh, Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot that. So we'll see what we'll see what happens. So what do you think the old uh, Prescott? Oh, dude, Cowboys going to do? I'm not. I, so just like I'm an A and M fan, I'm a Cowboys fan, and I, I really just don't have hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a fan and I'm loyal, but I'm a realist. So yeah. I'm I'm I don't have a lot of pride and ego <laughs> in any of my fanships, and I never will. I don't care. You can the Aggies and Cowboys could win the next ten years in a row, all just win every title, and I would still not have pride and ego in it because <laughs> I, I mean I I just don't I guess I don't care that much, but and I just like to be, you know, with reality. Potster. Well, yeah, I'm a potster, but at the same time. I can say, yeah, the Aggies are not going to win the championship <laughs> unless I'm just joking around. The Aggies are not going to be top tier. So, yeah, they're not going to be top tier. <laughs> and the Cowboys, I, you, know, you know, they they could have a chance, but I watched a video of Dak Prescott having a like a competition with the other quarterbacks, and I I was trying to look it up. So Cooper Rush is the backup, but the other guy, I, I like Cooper Rush. I think his name is Will Greer or something like that. Anyways, oh yeah, he used to be a quarterback for West Virginia. Yes. So he was an uh, amazing quarterback for West well, Virginia. Wait for it. It gets better about him. They have a bucket, like a five gallon bucket that I don't know how far. We'll say thirty yards, twenty five yards. Could have been fifteen for all I know. I don't know. But their their goal is to make it in the bucket. Dak Prescott never made it. Never. Not once made it into the bucket. I think uh Coop made it in once. On the very first toss, Will Greer hit the freaking bucket right on the nose, man. And I'm like, yeah, there you go. There you go. But is is he going to get the touches? No, no. Not, not absolutely. And not. I think I, I think I read a stat somewhere that uh, somebody posted that Dak Prescott has thrown 
more interceptions in training camp than he threw all season last oh, it's year. Incre- and and his team is calling him out. They need to. You got Parsons that it, he's going to be awesome. Dude. I I love having Parsons, but he's he's calling him out. Uh, uh, you, man, I'm trying to think of the other ones that we brought back, but uh, is Van Der Esch still there? As far as I know, yeah. You know, I, I I liked him, and I was hoping the Packers would draft him, but <laughs> he he's I like him just because of his. Uh, I say locker locker room presence. I also like that neck roll that he wears. I dude, I love it. That's like that's like old <laughs> oh, school. Yeah, old you school. know, I mean, but <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I, you know, they they always show like highlights of of, you know, training camps and stuff like that on ESPN, and and nine times out of ten, it's going to be the worst stuff, and that's the, not not the good stuff. Yeah, unless you're Aaron Rodgers, and it's always the good stuff. Um, <laughs> but like they were showing him, and he was under throwing receivers. Yeah. Dak Prescott was. I was like. Yes. And they were, I was like, man, and they, there was just, it was just a passing route is all it was. Right. And I'm like, you're underthrowing him by at least five yards. Yeah. But Trayvon Diggs, I mean, he called him out. He's just like, this team isn't going to do it. Now, now Parsons. Well, Trayvon Diggs is just super fast. So maybe he needs to throw her early. Yeah, he is good. But <laughs> you need to let Trayvon Diggs like stay at the line and then go and then throw it to him. I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will say that Parsons isn't just trashing his quarterback because whenever they talked about whenever we lost, and Dak threw this terrible interception, and I think he even a fumble and all that kind of stuff. Parsons was like, well, I missed this, and I missed that. It was almost like you're listening to Jordan uh, whenever he would talk about some of the games. He's like, well, did you did you see that I've also missed all these other buzzer beater shots too? You, you, yeah. You talk about that. It was kind of like there's a lot of humility that came behind Parsons. I, I'm really a big fan of his. It's, it, I mean, he's, he's – I don't like him good. just because he's on the Cowboys. <laughs> he's good, but it seems like he's humble. So. Yeah. Um, man, I – like you kind of said, I, I I know we'll be above five hundred. I know we'll be a decent team. We'll ma- I'll probably make it to the first round and, and go out again. Yeah, because we just we've got to do something with our quarterback. There's, I, uh, I foresee him doing. I, he might set a record for the most amount of interceptions <laughs> again. So we'll uh, I just I don't know, man. Like this is, I guess as a Packer fan, I've been spoiled over the last however many years because you know you had Brett Favre, yeah, and then right after that you had Aaron Rodgers, yeah. And then it's like, oh, we got this kid named Jordan Love who he seems okay in practice, but practice doesn't translate to real games. Definitely going to put it to the test now, boys. <laughs> um, and then in the first game of the season, it's not going to be an easy one, like the regular season. Yeah. Because we are playing the Bears in Chicago. The Bears. So. At, when's the last time the Packers have lost to, to the Bears? Bears? You know, it's been a long uh, time, hasn't it? Let me see. I will look that up right now. Because uh, I think the Bears. Bears going to be coming out and, and and trying to make a statement there because they got they got old Justin Fields and that yeah, dude yeah. is a playmaker. So I bet you I bet you the Fields going to come out to play, man. So the last time that the Bears beat the Packers was in 2018. Okay, so yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. So we'll we'll, we'll I bet you I bet you're about to get an, an L. I mean, I'm not going to say that they're not. Um, yeah. I just there's so many unknowns. Yeah. Like so many questions that have as far as like roster spots. Like I know the run game is going to be fine. Um couple of the receivers uh, I know they'll be okay. Uh Christian Watson, I mean that kid has just whatever happened that very first game last year where he missed that wide open pass in the <laughs> Minnesota game that translates to now. Yeah. That kid's going to be a superstar. Yeah. Like well, I, I mean wait. I mean look at how many that uh, CD 
missed. You know, I mean, he had some like right in his lap. Yeah, but, but it just ha- it happens. It happens. You know, you're so, not gonna get everyone. I don't know. I look at the schedule and it's just like question mark here, question mark there. Yep. Um, are the Packers and Cowboys playing this year? Oh yeah, they play every year. I don't know what what week, but let's see. Well, uh, oh, we do not play the Cowboys this year. Yeah, we don't. We don't. It doesn't look like we play. So they That's have. It's like every year. I thought we played. Yeah. So then you got the uh, the old boys taking on their normal first game of the season Giants every year. Oh yeah. <laughs> but that's pretty that's pretty cool to start in with your own division. Yeah. So I've always always been a fan of that. But yeah, it's going to be fun, exciting. I think we'll be another playoff one round bust. I mean, at least you'll make the playoffs cuz I don't think the Packers will this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they may surprise like I, it's 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 that thing of like you're trying to be optimistic. You expect the worst, but hope for the best yeah. kind of thing. Oh yeah, that's why. Like I think A and M, they'll do well this year. Uh, they have to for Jimbo's, but they're they're have a brand new offensive coordinator. Uh, that I think I think he's going to do pretty well. Petrino, he's 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 the one that had Lamar Jackson underneath him. Uh, it's the same thing that I, they might get a good bowl. They're yeah. going to go to the playoffs. Yeah. No, they're not going to be in the playoff picture. But same thing with Cowboys, and then. We're gonna be in a complete rebuild mode, just like you're saying. Oh, let's get this quarterback. But just to throw one more thing on the college football thing, I'm gonna start some controversy since they're not here. Yeah, <laughs> I think Texas will be in the mix. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to the playoffs this year. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I don't, I, I would like to hope that they will. Yeah, but I don't think they will. Listen, I mean, they will never say this. I I don't know why, but <laughs> I'm telling you, and you can testify too for from whenever they were in the national championship, I want a Texas team in the mix because yep. it still represents my state. Absolutely. And uh, I don't and, care if it's Houston or if it's A&M. Well, and I I have a Texas Longhorn jersey, Major Applewhite, man. I've always loved that guy. I thought he was just the coolest You still have that ever. jersey? Yeah, I still have it somewhere <laughs> boxed up. And that's the one I wore to... Uh, the yep. DJ's uh, national championship party. The one where we flipped ago. the poker table over yeah, when we stood up and cheered. <laughs> we were we were pretty excited on that. Uh, that, uh, that was such fun. a good game. Just as a football fan, that was such a good game. Yeah. And uh, my undershirt said "Giggle Giggle Horns." So I mean, it was fun. <laughs> uh, Maybe one of these days we'll get to to do that again for I, either yeah A and M or way, Texas. Either way, I would <laughs> I would love it. But uh, it, the locks, y'all go ahead and be ready. You're gonna be wearing maroon. <laughs> <laughs> you'll wear you'll wear maroon at a national championship speaking before I of wear though <laughs> the exciting thing is the texas and a&m game is coming back yes man that's gonna be exciting man i'm so, i am i'm pumped up for it i'm pumped we up. should do a uh live recording of the show yeah. game watching party yeah oh i think that'd be that'd, that'd be, be amazing fun. that'd be fun so well i know we're kind of ending the the near of our the end of our time here uh, I just want to kind of scratch the surface on a couple other things, sure. making a transition to uh, just kind of what's going on. Uh, we talked about this just a little bit ago, but Maui was just burned up. And and uh, a lot of people, man, there are some crazy videos about them just running and jumping into the ocean. And what were you saying? There was a guy that was like, Garrett. yeah, it was, he had, I don't know how old, I mean, they looked, you know, maybe five or six, but he had a kid in each arm and the dock that these people were jumping off, I bet it was at least five or six feet in the air. So, I mean, the, the, the fear of jumping from that high in the first place, but then you also have your kids and then sharks and sharks <laughs> <laughs> and the water. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things I saw though, uh, there was a, a helicopter crew that was, 
I don't know if they were like searching for people to to rescue or whatever. And there's a it's coming out in a picture now, but like they're over they're hovering over this area, and I mean all you see is just it looks like a war zone. Yeah, it's all charred and black. But then out in the middle of it, you see this group of palm trees. Yeah, that are just as green as ever, and they're like, "What? That is weird." Well, on the other side of the palm trees is a church. I have I did the church that. is untouched. The yeah. grass is untouched. The trees are untouched. Yeah, and everybody is like, "How is that? Po-? Like yeah. that fire is hot." I did see that. I mean, you know, as a firefighter, that if a, hot, a fire gets close enough to a structure, and it's hot enough, stuff on the outside, the, the they start melting and burning. Yeah, the church was untouched, unscathed. That's incredible. And I was just like, "That's amazing." <laughs> that is. <laughs> so I mean, there's cool stories like that, and 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 the other ones are, you know, that they're running for their life, jumping into an ocean. Yeah. Because they have nowhere else to go. Right. There's no. I mean, you're on an island. Where are you going to go? Right. So, yeah, and you got our. That counts like a hundred people dead or something yeah. too. It's significant. And you got our president sitting on a beach being questioned and he's like, I got no comment, but then he's going to send more money to Ukraine. So, uh, Well, yeah, go figure. We're going to fund. Uh, <laughs> so conspiracy side of that, there really isn't anything saying the way that that started. Yeah. I have not been able to find anything. And, but there are people saying that they are using potential lasers to start fires. And if you look at the Canadian fires that were not too long ago, it was yeah. like a month ago, there was helicopters flying over, dropping, dropping fire out. And, and one guy was like, well, this is how you backburn. Well, no, sir, you don't go in the middle of a forest that's not related to the fire and just start dropping fire onto the, uh, the, the trees yeah. to start a backburn with no control. There's cuts and there's backburning where you, you actually control what's happening and not just, sporadically dropping fire down absolutely uh so yeah there's there's some and, you know and, and one thing that i've heard uh while i was reading all this um is that these fires actually started in like the richer parts of the island oh really so and now there's like there's been some like real estate group that's been wanting to buy land yeah, there but because it was and historic. everybody keeps telling them no Historical monuments or whatever yeah. that was over there. Well, uh, they're not there anymore. Yeah, they protect the nothing. <laughs> so yeah, so now that they're not there, it's uh, there. You go. There's there is this crazy. So uh, there's also another side of it that was okay. So pay attention to Black Rock and all this other kind of stuff and see what's going on because all of this could just be a distraction from something else going on. So like the balloon, the balloons that fell out of the sky or whatever shot out of the sky that they said were China balloons, <laughs> that was at the same time that there was a J.P. Morgan settlement with uh, Epstein victims for seven hundred and ninety million dollars, and we didn't hear about that. You know, we haven't heard right. anything about Galene Maxwell since she's been in jail, and that's been two years now. So what what is really going on? We, well, I mean, stay tuned for next episode because we might have some <laughs> stuff out there, but. I will say, though, that there are some really cool things happening. I want to give a shout-out to Oliver Anthony, okay? Look at his – have you seen or heard his new song? That's number one on iTunes as an independent artist. It's called Rich Men North of – Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got some cuss words in it, okay? Got, it's got some cuss words in it, so uh, don't listen to cuss words. Those cuss words are bad. But I love knowing that there are people that aren't getting controlled – by a label or whatever, and that they are becoming so successful. Like, yeah. I love that. He went to a place, 
and uh, they had to turn people away because there was like six thousand people that showed up at this place. That yeah. I, I don't know how many that they can handle, but I'm just gonna say, t- let's just say two hundred and six thousand people showed up. He said he played there a month ago and there was twenty people. <laughs> so that's a drastic difference. And he read scripture there. Yeah. Uh, his his song just to kind of get to it. It just talks about how it's sad as a country what we do wrong so much and. And we have good people here we need to take care of, and we have a good nation. We just we're we're making stupid mistakes. He's just kind of singing about how how we're just failing as a nation, pretty much, <laughs> with the admin yep. that we have, I guess. But uh, I, I'm I'm having a, a a good time seeing that he got number one, though. I love that. I love that so much. Somebody that's so patriotic and loves. Oh yeah, his for sure. So I got a a couple things before we end, uh, as far as like biblical topics. Mm-hmm. Do you know who? Uh, Dr. Vody Bachman is. Of course, that's a, that's the uh, the guy that was a preacher at the church camp that I got saved. Mm-hmm. With. Remember, you yep, were there. Yep, yep. <laughs> so he has spoken out on the chosen. I know, I've seen it. Have you seen that, dude? I so Vody Bachman, uh, who, if you don't know who he is, is a monster of a man. Yes, great, passionate uh, pastor. I've heard him speak several times. Uh, he's one of those, if you don't like your toes to get stepped on, don't go listen to him because he will. <laughs> he puts his soul, his everything into his preaching. He really does. So he has come out talking about that the chosen violates the second commandment. Hold on, my thing messed up here. Well, I love that you're bringing up the chosen because I have kind of held back on talking about that because if people enjoy that show, it reaches people. If people can get an encounter to segue into scripture, Hey, that's I'm okay with that. You know, I'd rather that be yeah. out there than some uh, smut on TV. Yep. You know, it's kind of a better this than that thing. Um, I've had issues with the chosen, and I've never really spoke out about it. I didn't want to, but since we're on that topic, we might. Whenever the locks are back, that might be a good discussion. Yeah, that'll that be a good discussion. Uh, so basically, he said it violated I don't, the, the website. I'm looking at is now wanting me to to pay to read the rest of the story. Oh, I'm not doing it. that basically saying that it violates the second commandment, which is thou shalt put no other gods before me, right? Idols, yeah. Yeah, idols, whatever it is. Idols, God, same thing. Um, so, yeah, he's claiming that, which I could see that because, you know, people are, are you know, that don't know uh, real, you know, God or Jesus or like we do are now watching this show. And then you've got those that who are saved that are now watching this show who are basically using that as an image um, and I know we've talked about it before we recorded today, you know, my, my wife and I, we've, we haven't ever watched it. So we've started watching it. Yeah. And, and it's got some good things. It's got some things that you're kind of like, eh. yeah, but, and I, it's like I told you, I like that it shows the human aspect. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got these 12, 13 guys that are all just wandering around together and you know, they do what guys do, you know, joke, have yeah. a good time. They're talking. I don't know. There's just some things that's kind of like you're sitting there and, and I've had to watch the show and I have my Bible sitting next to me because I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> it definitely gives a different look than what you're thinking, especially with Matthew. And Yeah, that, that was the other yeah. thing. Like, why is Matthew such a spaz? Yeah, he's like, I think he's like <laughs> a germaphobe on a spectrum or something. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, he's still kind of funny, but. Um, well, it's, it, and, and that, it could have been like that. It really could. That's just a different look. But uh, my issue is with the producer and. Yeah, background that kind of goes on that stuff, but yeah, man, Vody Bogman, he's he's a, I love that he's guy. a legit dude. Yeah. He's not going to say something unless he uh, he's got something to back it up. So 
Um, the, but, yeah, well, hey, but if you look, you look in just society today, the actress that's for um, Snow White, yeah, the new Snow, they're doing a live action Snow oh, White gosh. coming out. Have you heard any of her comments? Uh-uh. She said, well, this isn't no 1930s love story anymore because she's not going to be chasing around a man. And besides, a man, uh, that's kind of creepy what he was, he was stalking her. That's what he was doing. So it's about an independent woman finding who she is and not about uh, finding her true love. It's like, oh, okay. And then you got Barbie. Uh, that movie came out. Was, like, that's ridiculous. Just nothing but superficial and, and just showing how masculinity has just came to a downfall in this country. Like yeah. you just, you just can't be masculine because they always attacks, uh, attach uh, toxic masculinity together. You know, oh, yeah, they like, do. Well, there's Absolutely. toxic femininity too. You know, like <laughs> feminism it all is the time. Like, terrible. Are you curious? Uh, Man, speaking of Barbie. So my, my son and I were watching TV. Barbie? Y'all were watching Barbie? No, we weren't watching Barbie, uh, but we were watching TV and this commercial comes on for, for Barbie toys. And it shows a little boy playing with Barbies. Yeah, man. And my son looks at me and he goes, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know, son. But that's because he has a family that t- yeah. raised him that way. But like if you if you turn on uh, a streaming service like Peacock, for instance, and I'm trying to watch The Office because I like The Office. One of their commercials is going to be for an HIV drug. And yep. it's going to show two homosexuals kissing on there. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it, it it is they have snuck in and put all of this stuff just right in our faces now, yep. and it's just it it's just it's sickening to know that there's there's a lot of families out there that's just never gonna never gonna say anything about it, and that that it's the new normal uh, for for people, and it, I mean it's just sad that we look yeah. outside and perversion perversion man yep, is, absolutely. is now normal. But oh, I didn't know that. So I just saw an article. Uh, that church that we just talked about, yeah, that's a Harvest Church. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Harvest Church, uh, Kumalawi, was the church that's been unharmed by Maui wildfires. There you go. But my other last thing that I wanted to mention was actually about so at Harvest is in Greg Laurie mm-hmm. and Jesus Movement. Yep. Uh, so the other thing I want to mention was actually about Greg Laurie. Yeah. Uh, have you seen his uh, statements that he's made that? the key signs of Jesus coming back that we're getting close. Yeah. People are now starting to say that, you know, that he's a warmonger or they're coming out to speak against him. And he's like, no, if you, I mean, he breaks it down the numbers. If you look at these verses and these verses and he's like, those verses are a hundred percent accurate. Uh, he said, so you can conclude that we will fulfill the other prophecies in the near future. And he basically, uh, where's it at? He cited the emergence of China as a superpower, the lessening of the United States as a superpower. Lord knows that's true. The repeated threats against Israel spoken of in the Bible, statements from our world leaders about a potential Armageddon due to the war in Ukraine. I want to add to this the explosion of technology, especially artificial intelligence, increasing government overreach in our lives where the government is seeking to gain more and more control of what happens. I'll also add the dramatic increase of drug use, disseminating American cities, international financial stability, mass shootings, disintegration of the family. I was like, what is that word? (laughs) The calculated attacks against the family. The Bible says in the last days that we are satanistically energized times and things will go from bad to worse. Yeah. That 
Like if you're an unbeliever, that would be terrifying to me to sit there and read that. As fake believers, yeah. that would that should be terrifying because a lot of people say they're Christian and they're not, you know. But uh, but like I, I I'm like me. bring it. I'm I'm done with this world anyway. Uh, well, <laughs> you got that one place that's over there. That's the three and one: the Muslim, the Catholic, and the Jewish. That they are about to open up theirs. So you got yeah. the red heifers that are getting prepared to be slaughtered this next year. Yep. Uh, in Israel, so. Yeah, man. I, I think things are lining up. There's some things that have to happen uh, scripturally before, before you know, uh, by the grace of God, I think that he's allowing us to try to get right. Yep. But like it says, as the days of Noah, so it will be here. You know, like uh, that was bad times. Like a thief in the night. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll, We'll see if there's any other kind of things, and I, I try to stay tuned to that stuff. And yeah, if I ever see something like that, I'll, I'll for sure mention it on here. But uh, read your scripture. Uh, Revelation is is kind of a tough one to understand, and, and you got to tie it into Daniel. And it's not it's not just Revelation. There's so many other books that ties in with it, and to get your timeline. But uh, more or less, get involved in church if you don't have a church, uh, Bible believing, Bible teaching church. Uh, we're under a great a great shepherd with in Craig and and man James has done good stepping yeah yes I enjoyed it last incredible week. yeah Craig you, you got some you got some competition dude <laughs> you messed up getting that guy up there he did good thank God Quentin's back so the music will be back together and I don't have to do it uh, pray, for, uh, pray for those people that heard me uh, but uh, anyway man I tell you like we we made a and we talked about it over vacation. And we're making a conscious effort to kind of redo things in our household uh, to where we do a nightly Bible study every night. And we actually found this little, I don't want to call it a hole in the wall, but it kind of was because it was in those little tourist trap shopping centers that you see. Yeah. It was in between <laughs> a rock shop on one side, which not rock music, the the actual rocks. <laughs> And a tattoo shop on the other side. And here's this little Christian bookstore just shoved right in there. There you go. And uh, we found this uh, Bible study that it's geared towards kids. And it's called Why We Believe. And what it does is it starts at the very beginning and step-by-steps breaks down how the world started, yeah. how God created the world, That's Adam and fantastic. Eve, sin. And, I mean, it goes chapter by chapter. And breaks it down. I mean, it, yeah. it's probably going to be two years before we finish yeah. this Bible study because we only do a page at a time. That's okay. That's but okay. it's gotten to the point now that like I've been like the world's worst of like like you know you're praying for dinner and stuff like that and and it's basically just the the busyness of life. Oh no doubt. It's like dinner's ready. All right, it's almost eight thirty. We got to take showers, get in bed, whatever. So it, it's just that hurry, hurry mentality. Well, my son is getting to the point now. He's like, well, we didn't. We we got to pray. I was like, okay. <laughs> So, I mean, it's kind of cool to see that. And basically, I'm doing that because he's he's asking questions, but it's like not, I don't want to say not the right questions, but he's oh, questioning. You need to question. You need to uh, question what's going on in this Bible so you can understand what's, so, what's really happening. So, that's something that we've started doing. And, you know, he, thank God we found this church. Yeah. Um, you know, because he's kind of, we always wanted to find a church that he could grow up in. And this is, this is going to be that church. So, yeah. Absolutely, man. So if you're in this area and you need a church, come on down. Absolutely. <laughs> kind of in the middle of nowhere, but it kind of adds to the good character of it. Too. It does. 
Well, man, we got a long episode in. We did, just, just the, the two, two of us. Of us but <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I, I had a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, just just you and I. Um, we miss you lots. And we're ready for you to come back. We'll come back safe. They'll be back next week. We'll be in the studio when they get back. So Prime time football, baby. Heck yeah, can't wait. It's going to be good. You guys take care out there. Stay safe. Stay cool. Get in the Bible. Get with God. Log your minutes. Yep. And we'll catch you next time. Wonderful time of the year. And I'm not talking about the heat outside. I'm talking about football, baby. We got the whole crew back, and it's going to be exciting. We got the old Longhorn A&M rivalry coming back. We're going to be talking about all the last year of the Big 12 with the Texas and OU getting out. Man, we've got NFL starting back up. It's getting good. Come on back in with us. Let's talk a little Jesus as well. And hopefully we can get you set on your day. Come back and listen to us. See ya.